we are on a Wednesday night. It's cold and it's winter and 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 it's it's Wednesday night and we're back on the radio. We're back on whatever we are. We're on the air. You know what, Nisim? I I think that we need to be called JRoot Communication Network. Okay, great. Because it sounds very very good. Because very you know something? Because we need to be communicating on all levels and this is communication and we're going to be seeing a whole new new approach to everything communication is on every level and i had a little bit of a difficult week but i'm announcing it again and we're going to have during the week we're going to announce there is a contest and i want kids in fifth and sixth grade to send in a one page or two sides of a page if you write big. It doesn't have to be a composition, but it has to be a story that you have where you felt Hashem in your life. Anything that you, a time in your life where you felt Hashem and the idea is, I want you to inspire us. Because kids, you can do that. And the point that I want to make is that kids, what you have to say is important. And we need to listen to you because you could teach us lessons. And we're going to take these entries and we're going to read some of them on the air. And maybe, maybe we'll give you an opportunity to come on the air and talk about your story. And the point of the matter is we want children to understand how Hashem lives in their life and we want them to talk about it and it's the only way that we're going to get close to Hashem is if we talk about it. And this is something that's so important. It's never too young of an age to talk about it. And the truth is children are are innocent and some people say they're too immature to understand Hashem. I say that they're the ones you are the ones that really understand Hashem because your heads are not clogged up like adults yet. You're not running after things. You have to, don't have to buy things. You don't have to get things. You don't have to do things. You don't have to go to work. You're very innocent. All you have to do is love Hashem. It's like as simple as that. What do you say, Nisi? Great, you know, but you started with is no a, a early age to realize the Hashem and no old age to realize that Hashem. You know, this is like right. this. It's amazing to see that every single moment, every single, I, you know, we have to be blind not to see Akadosh Baruch Hu in right. our life. We have to really to be blind and, you know, deaf. And, because everything that we just moving around us is only Hashem. Ibarach. It's only, really. It's only Hashem. And you know what? I wanted to say one more thing that occurred to me. This, this idea that Hashem is going to punish us or is angry at us. I don't understand it. Hashem loves us so much. And someone once asked me, what's the most important thing that I think kids need to know? And Chinuch, what's the most important lesson that for me that I wanted to teach my kids that we have to teach our kids is the most important lesson. We don't have to look any further than Tefillah and Chazal. It's that Hashem loves us, Hashem cares about us, Hashem's our Father, and Hashem's going to take care of us, and, and that, that's the most important thing. There's nothing more important than that. 
and 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 when, when and after that, so you know, everybody says kids are doing bad things, kids are bad. You know what? Everybody has everybody has difficulties. We all are ballet teshuva. We all. We're trying try, to get closer. Which, I know, we're trying to be by the But every day we say, yes, Shlachlanu, yes, we're yeah. doing Teshuvah. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, we think that we're going to be perfect. The adults that want children to be perfect are the furthest from perfect. Because, because the Midah of Hashem is to love us. Even, even, I was listening to some person, happened to be a not Jewish person, and she was trying to explain, and she spoke about the Rashi that says that Hashem didn't let us to say Hallel on on Hallel Shalem on Pesach because the Mitzrim were drowning, and they were the creation of Hashem. And she quoted that how she got to know it. I don't know. But she said, this is the compassion of God. It's Hashem. Anyways, so if you, whether you're doing good in school, you're not doing good in school, whether you're having a good day, you're not having a good day, you go outside, look at the rest of the world, and realize that you are a beautiful Jewish kid. And you're a million times better than, than any other kid. Totally, totally. It's like nothing to talk about. You know, I don't care, you take the, the worst... Jewish kid, if there's such a possibility of such a thing, and 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 and, and it's a million times better than than the, 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 the what's out there. I don't know. I just I just see good. I just see good. And uh, so we planned last week, but we 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 I wasn't here last week. We planned to talk about Hakaratov. Thanks, appreciation, and I didn't realize. <laughs> That it will be pushed off till tonight, which happens to be Arab Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, wow, so, you know what? You just, it's it, really, it's, it's amazing. It's, it, it, it's true, yeah. So, I was at the bank today, and the lady, I, I, listen, I, I, I love people, and I'm friendly with people, and so I have my friends everywhere. So, the bank teller is my friend. So, she says, Can I ask you a question? So, I said, You just did. She said, Can I ask you another question? So, I said, Sure. She goes, Do you celebrate Thanksgiving? So I said, I'm not sure I understand. She was like, I heard some Orthodox Jews don't celebrate Thanksgiving. So I said, I celebrate Thanksgiving every minute of every hour of every day of my life. I think that if I don't thank Hashem or people, or if, I, if I'm not thankful, then I'm really afraid I'm going to lose things. Because when we're not thankful, we don't appreciate that we lose things, and it's it's that that's. I text uh, by the way. So, sorry to say, I sent you some text because uh, the, our computer, the other side, is not working. So just I want to to maybe we. So okay. One second, my, my computer may, may. I send you. Ah uh, yeah, I got it. Okay. Got you. Okay. The, 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 yeah, yeah. Continue. Continue. Okay. Okay. Um, this is worth to to talk later, but for yes. when they talk about. Uh, okay. I'm just reading a text to. That come to our desk. 
and uh, your computer is not working right yes, now. Yes, I don't know. Um, and I want to to talk about this. Is something that again, it's appreciation and uh, all together, especially yes. teenage. It's really age appropriate, you know. All this kind of uh, you know question. what? I, I I think that it's very it's very. I think that this person just texted me something, and I think it's a very, very important thing to talk about. And they're talking about not 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 appreciating anything, or not enjoying anything, or not liking anything. And I think that that's a very, very serious problem. And I think that. And it sounds crazy, but sometimes there may be something that's actually maybe that you're you're not taking care of your body enough, you're not taking care of your health enough, maybe you're not you're not you don't have enough strength and maybe that's one of the reasons why you're experiencing life this way. That's the first thing I would check because even as a psychologist, the first thing I do is see if there's something physical maybe in nutrition or something that gives you this feeling all the time because even someone that's depressed will sometimes have enjoyment from something if you're always feeling this way then i would i would uh, uh simcha i i don't i, I you yeah you, you look as a pro, most professional I, I would say that it's really teenagers teen you want to just i want to just to say that the, the person that texts us is said it, it doesn't enjoy nothing and it doesn't like uh, I don't like anything, you know, that's what it is. So definitely something could be the lack of some kind of uh, nutrition also, that's possible. But I would say that quite, quite a lot of teenagers as this situation that's so overwhelmed with, you know, the growing up, and I call right. it like a, a, a growing pain. And we don't know, you don't know that they like coming in, in, a, in a road of, you know, junction, that they, go, they don't know where to go, left, right, straight, you know, left, right, right, and left, left, you know, because it suddenly you have this kind of so many options, what to do after school, after after you graduate, what you do after, you know, and, and this is the defensive mechanism to say, I don't like nothing, I don't see nothing. You know, I, I would say, I would say, I, I remember as myself as a teenager, I try a lot of things, you know, I know I, it, it, Working here, jump here, you know, go to the military school, the navy, come back, you know, all this stuff. It's something that I would say that is really. But I think that what I'm reading to this specific person is that he's saying that that even his mother's trying to convince him into doing different things and he just has this feeling that doesn't seem connected to anything he says nothing interests him period and when a kid's saying not instruments not courses not not sports not anything and he sees that he should be interested in something so he's not looking for anything if he's not looking for anything then maybe it's something that he can't overcome but but the the thing is that that I think that thinking about it and worrying about worrying is probably the worst thing. Mm -hmm. If you think about it so much and it's making you crazy, I think that's part of the problem. I think that if you just take it easy and 
not get so uptight about it. It may help. This is not something that could be solved so easily and so simply just, you know, a question like that. But I would be curious to hear if someone has something to say about such a thing. If, you know, nowadays, there's so much technology. Being bored is like, I don't know, is there such a thing as being bored? There's always something to do. You know what? I'll tell you what I said. You're talking about technology. I, I, I found myself, you know, as, as a young young man, uh, I, I, I didn't think, I don't think that I was bored. I, I, didn't, know, I didn't have this word in, our, in my dictionary. Right. And I hear, I hear it today from a lot of kids. From, I'm bored, I'm bored, I don't know. It's like, like you, you need to give them much more excitement, you know, that with, you know, you don't, you don't uh, they don't know how to occupy themselves. I would say, I would say to this, to, the, to everyone that listen to us, that you know, look, look, get up in the morning. Look what you have. You just open your eyes. You have two fingers. You have the fingers. You move your fingers. You wash your face. Look, you open the faucet. Open the faucet. Water coming in and warm water and cold water. It's amazing. You know, realize that you have. You know, in Timbuktu over the people without even just nothing. For kids, it's so hard to understand the yeah, concept of not having something. The thing that I think is that you know it's interesting kids get bored because they're not able to stimulate themselves with something i my i do things that are not you know with my kids or with just i entertain myself with myself i like to write or i like to read or i like to do things that i like to create things so if I'm alone or if I have nothing to do, then I have something. I'll write down my ideas. I'll write down things that are on my mind or I'll, or I'll create something or, or do something. And maybe that's what you need to do. Maybe you need to like just, if these are your feelings, write down your feelings. It's interesting. Edgar Allan Poe was a very, very depressed person. Yeah. He wrote down his stories. And they were horrible stories. But, <laughs> they, but, but he entertained himself and yeah. he, he got through life. And, and Vincent van Gogh was depressed also. And he... He also found a way of. of, of I, I don't like to use the depressed. I know that's the here. I don't. I don't see the the, the the word depressed. But you know, that's really you just take a piece of paper and write. First of all, look positive about yourself. Look right. positive about yourself. Write what good things you you think. What good things that you have. Well, Make I can yourself see one good thing uh, right away. Uh, my, yes. Is that that the, the good thing right away is that this that you realize that you that you 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 realize that you want something and you're looking for something and you're looking to change and it's bothering you and i think that's very positive it's very positive and i would say i would say that try to imagine you try to to you know go go backwards on on your time and see what things make you happy you know like that i don't know try, try to uh, to remember funny stuff funny stuff with you but I remember remember what you know things that you suddenly get a present and stuff like write it down See, give yourself, give yourself a smile. I, I, I always suggest to people that you just feel it. Take the mirror, look at the mirror and see, you know what? I am great. Look, I have eyes, I have a nose, I have... And I'm, I'm, I'm really great, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just... better off than a person that is dead. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I tell you, give you, put a big smile on your face and look, you know, make faces to yourself. And it's helping, you know, just release. I, I would yeah. say that it's, it's, it's amazing. Really, I, I, I'm, I'm really uh, think that uh, to take a positive 
because without positive and one thing more thing than you know, the vitamin b complex is very give you yeah, sometimes b12. Uh, yeah b12 is very very you know sometimes people that as as a pro, uh, you know malnutrition um vitamin vitamin b12 and uh, omega-3 it's it's really good it's, additive it's, to yeah it's, it's very important it's very important but you know something i think that um i think that the general understanding of thanks of being appreciating is something that it's interesting that it's something that we need as a world to do this is a world concept yes as jews we have our own way of thanking hashem appreciating god and appreciating people but hakarat hatovin appreciation is a unif is a universal world concept which is so important to the to the way the world runs and you know we we have to we have to understand I was talking to somebody, a nurse, who was very, very kind and very, very caring. And I was thanking her. And I said, you know, kindness is a international language. It's it's so, it, it's, it's really unbelievable if you think about it. And so I have, in one of my little books I write, things that I thought. So I started writing down all the things in my life that I remembered of people that things that did for me. And I remember one story, I'll never, actually two stories. I, and I remember I was flying home from Israel when I was 17 years old. I was in Israel and I was on TWA, which, which uh, does it still exist, that airline? I, I, I don't I, I don't know. We used to say it was called terrorists welcome aboard, <laughs> but that's but TWA and I was supposed to fly from Tel Aviv to Athens and then to New York, but I changed my flight. I ended up in Rome, Tel Aviv, Athens, Rome, New York, and in Rome, I lost my boarding pass. So that was part problem. The second problem was that the airport was on strike in Rome. So here I am in Italy. The only thing I know in Italian is food. So I can say lasagna or, or cannelloni. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. And I'm trying, and I can't get on the plane. And I'm trying to get on the plane. And I walked over to TWA stewardess. And I said, and she looked American. I said, can you please help me? I'm stuck here. I know what to do. She looked at me. She said, I'm on strike. And she walked away. I'll never forget the feeling. It was a horrible feeling. And I was sitting there and I sat down and I, I was crying because I didn't know how I was going to get home. And there was nobody that was helping me and nobody that spoke English. And I'll never forget this, this guy, short Italian man with a gray suit. And he was wearing a blue shirt. He had a little stain on his pocket. He says, Starts mumbling to me in Italian. It's, it's, come, come, come. He took me, he took me to the back. He spoke to this person, that person. He took out a boarding pass. He signed the event. He gave it to me. I have no idea what he said, but I'll never forget his face. I'll never <laughs> forget what he looked like. And how many years later, I feel so much thanks to this guy. And he walked over, he yelled at the stewardess, and they put me on the plane. 
So Malach Hashem, from a guy, a non-Jewish guy from left field, saw a boy crying, found out what's his problem, and helped me out. This is like, this is this, this is an international language of, of 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 just. This is we all have to do this. We all have to do this, and you know something, Chesed, it's like a boomerang, and that that's that Jack Twex's book, but it's a, it's a boomerang that when you do Chesed. It just comes back, and it it it, it recirculates, and that's just olam chesed ibane. I would say that uh, it, the, the the moment you know the, the in the minute we we just open our eyes, we see the ashgacha every single moment, and every you moment. know it's you're talking about the guy that coming to you from nowhere, Italian, don't understand language, he just come to you, and boom, he put you all, all over, and. So this is this is when when we get out from our uh, my if I, when I get to my my house I see uh, around me surrounding really with 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 the Kishchina and, and you know me me Michael me Smoli Gabriel me Fanai Uriel Rafael Alai Shchinatel. This is this is something that really you have to realize of, of every single moment. And I I don't know if I if I told you the story about the roof. You know, I was I come to America. I got the job to do a roof. Okay. Okay. You know, I, I was I was I was familiar in the in the in the in the jobs in Israel, but okay, I didn't have the experience here. The guy, in my in he lied to me. The guy, the the Omar, you know, he was taking advantage right. of young men that you know he sold me that, that certain amount of money uh, to do the roof. I went, I start I start want to start to do the roof. Okay, I'm climbing the roof. You know, I tell you, I was I'm not afraid of heights. But this roof was like a really Swiss roof, you know, the oh, very, yeah, yeah, very yeah, yeah. pitch, and I, I <laughs> and I have, I have to, I have to, ta- I had to take all the shingles, the, the cement shingles, and it down, put a new plywood, new layer, and aye. a new roof. Okay, aye, aye, aye. huge amount of a huge amount of job, you know, this literally something that. Okay, I, you know, I said, I, I you know, I. I Call other contractors. You know, my, my I, I said I know I'm give up the, the everything. I mean, I'm willing to lose. I go, but the differences between the price. You know that I took. Let's say that it was I took like three, and then they wanted twenty. You I, know, I, this is really it was unbelievable. It was my lesson. Now I jump. I jump over the. I started working. I tied myself with ropes and start taking out of the roof, <laughs> cleaned up the roof, put the new plywood. Working like you know, okay, I... like this. Now I'm starting to the final coat. Okay? Uh, you know, you have to put base coat, you know, the, the black paper, and then right. you put on the shingles. Okay. Now I, I'm starting to try to do shingles. You know, in Israel the shingles is, body call it Spanish tiles. It's different. Right, right, right. Yeah. So a different layer. But this year the asphalt is a different story. And I, you know, I don't know what to do. I just, you know. Bent ear, bent ear, bent ear, go oh, trying yeah. to put ear, you know, and I said, whoa, I don't know what in it. And, you know, just a touch, the house, the house next to it was old man on a ladder and painting windows. <laughs> really, you know, old man, a cripple, he's walking very cripple. And I said, he said, he called me, young Lith, young Lith, you know, <laughs> Irish guy. I said, yes. 
And I said to myself, what this old man want, want from my life? What do you want from my life, you know? <laughs> Can I show you something? You know, I I barely understood it because it's the Irish accent. I said, okay, why do I don't have nothing? Right, yeah, well, well, let me show you. Know you know, he, he took the ladder. He just climbed on the ladder like, like a monkey. Zip, went up. And Simcha, I not exaggerate. He, in the minute he caught the, the armor with the nail, with the shingle, it's like suddenly my eyes, my eyes was open. It, it, he just it showed you how to do it. Yeah, it just, you know, it just opened, you know, it's like something that's really, it's like opened my eyes. One, really one act of, it showed me that, that tile, one tile. And I said, wow, thanks. You know, and I wasn't religious, I wouldn't, but I said, thanks God, it's like unbelievable. For me, the, and you tell me this is, for me it was a Leon of you. I'm telling you, that's not for something. Sure, it's for something sure. that It's something that you wouldn't believe. Believe it, it's, a, it's a, what, what what's going on with this, you know, just, I said, wow, Bonshulam, you know what? And now look, 30 years backwards, I said, it's, uh, what the chance, what the chance. Now he told me the story that he was roofer and he fell down from the roof, he broke his hip and he cannot walk as a roofer anymore. But what the chances that you're working, you don't know what to do, somebody will come to show you and continue this. It, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. You know something? When, I, I, when we learn the Chumash, this way, especially these parashiyot. So Abraham Avinu was sitting after his Brit Milah. And so Hashem sends three Malachim. And Malachim looked like human beings. And, 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 and they, looked, they looked like of their Avodah Zarah. This is how Hashem disguised them. Yeah. So now you would think Abraham Avinu could recognize Malachim. So when this guy, this, this, this Irish guy, or this Italian guy, how do I know this is not a Malach yeah, Hashem? Yeah, yes. uh, this is, nope. So do you think every Malach Hashem is going to come looking like a rabbi? He's going to come <laughs> look, look, looking like a tzaddik? No. The Malach Hashem is going to look like an Irish guy who <laughs> fell off a ladder. And it happens to be on the roof next door to show you. Or it's going to be some Italian guy who spilled coffee on his shirt. And, 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 and who's going to... This is a Malach Hashem. Because they don't have to prove anything to anybody. Because yeah. they, they don't... They don't they don't have to do mitzvot. So they come, they can put themselves into anybody. You know, there was the scariest thing when I was in Israel in the first shiur, Yitzhak Isaac Prague gave an unbelievable shiur. Every day, at the, right when shiur started, a cat came and sat on the windowsill for the entire shiur. When the shiur was over, he left. For the entire year, actually, it was for like three years, because the years after, I heard it was the year before and the year afterwards. One time, a kid threw the cat away, and Rav Prague didn't start shiur till the cat came cat. back. He says, "I don't know who this cat is, I don't know what this cat is, but this cat has been listening to my shiur for a year, for now a year and a half, and and, and I'm not gonna mess up his program." <laughs> and so. We have to understand, it's not scary, because the truth is, this is, we know the spirituality, we know our, we're in Hashemot. We know, you know, we know that our bodies are just 
we, we, okay, I like my body. I, I want to keep it for a while. I'm not, I'm not giving it up right now. But we know that the, the, if you want to know who I really am, it's not, it's, not, it's not my body. It's not my face. It's not my... What I really am is hopefully more than that. And, and, and so, you know, and that, that's why, like, you know, when, 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 you know, if, if a person would realize that they could bring joy and bring happiness or goodness to the world, to other people, then that's, that, that, that's just what it's all about. I go into very bad neighborhoods and I used to have a partner who used to say, you know, aren't you afraid? I'm not afraid. I'm afraid of bad people. The truth is, I see bad people, but I go into bad neighborhoods. If I'm nice to people, and I'm friendly to people, I mean, I'm, I'm smart and I know who to be friendly with or not to. But if you generally you're nice to people, then 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 I don't have anything to be afraid. You know, David Amelach said, "Shmoli moavai." Sometimes, you know, I, I was working a lot, many many years in in. I would I would say that the dark side of uh, you know Brooklyn, Brooklyn I would yeah. say, and everybody was afraid of it. You know we, and I know that most of the Israelis, uh, uh, you know, they was working in this uh, neighborhood over there, and I tell you the truth, the people are warm, nice as long as you know how to de 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 respect them, respect them, respect them, give them the the the, the their don't break the territory of them. Don't let them not doing still uh, uh, really. Don't try to to over uh, be over smart them and stuff like this. I, I, Believe me, right. they 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 very very uh, nice people, nice people. And they, and they're God fearing people also. Yeah, yeah, I'm very much so. Yeah. You know what? And 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 the truth is that sometimes it's very hard because our reputation is not always so great because people do come in and try yeah, to yeah. take advantage and and. It's it's very upsetting that you know in 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 general you know like they're, they're even people don't realize and you talk about like taking less money for a roof you're talking about this so like I, I there's a lot more money is like the the silliest thing to 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 fight over because at the end of the day how much is a person sacrificing. For, for, you know, it's it's just not worth it. It's it's not worth it. It's 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 if it's if if you lose money one way, Hashem will take care of it another way. It's, it's I, not, I always said I come, we come I come naked, we'll go naked. Yeah, you know we it, it's not you know money is is uh, I for, I don't know, again I, everybody is just on different feeling. Money is only numbers. It's something you know that you can it's, 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 but you know what? It's it's also very very non-existent because everybody spends money that they don't have. <laughs> it's non-existent. It's hypothetical. The Amshin of Rebbe told me, money is Hashem's cheapest form of attention. You know what? If Hashem is going to give me attention. He wants to take care of me. Money is a way he pays bills. So you pay your con ed bill with money. You don't bake them a cake. You know, bring them, you know, you know, there's so many more things, you know, I, I, I heard from somebody very close to me who lost a child. He said, I wish I knew ahead of time what I needed to give up 
rather than lose my child. I could give up a leg, I would give up an arm, I give up an eye. I would give it up rather than lose a child. And you know something? We it person person thinks that that you know what? We just have to be thankful and we appreciate and and, and that's you know, this is this is what what it's all about. This is what it's all about. And I I appreciate the United States of America. I appreciate this unbelievable nation of Chesed. Rav Chaim Kreisworth spoke many times. I heard him say that this country is an Ummah of Chesed. It's yeah. a nation of kindness to the entire world. For hundreds of years, they've been kind to the world. They are the examples of kindness to the world. That's why, that's why United States of America is existing. They, you know what? This this is the only reason and that because if you give me give me one reason, one reason that this Erev Rav, what you already did, we 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 bunch of immigrants from all over the world, all over the world, all the world existing here and living peaceful, and with the same you know with with the same kind of ideology. It's it's amazing it's to amazing. see. It's amazing to see that it's only that holding this this glue of this is the chesed, and, and, and the kindness, and and it's almost even to a fault. Yeah, because when they want to protect ourselves, and we have a president who's smart enough to say we need to protect ourselves from dangerous interlopers and from people who are going to hurt us, so you have people say, no, we have to be nice. We have to let our, let everybody in, which is it's 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 almost it's nonsensical but you have to say that america just wants to be nice but guess what that's you know we have to be smart also it, it's you know benjamin netanyahu always says you know israel is the kindest nation in the world but we're not stupid yeah we're not you know we we it there's there's a um there's a person who's an, an, a, an Arabic person. Her name is um, Gabrielle Birgit. Yes. And she speaks all the time about Israel and about the, 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 the Jewish people. And, and the truth is, you know, this is, the, 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 we don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be any way, any other way. Look at me as a friar. No, I'm. I'm going to be kind and I'm going to be nice and I'm going to be. I think that you know, even Hitler, Hitler, you know, in his book, he said that the Jewish people brought the morality to the world, right? The conscience, and as a, as an Aryan, it doesn't need conscience, right. you know. That, but this, you know, I, I'm, I said that we, we are really have to be proud that we are really the, the light of this dark, That's right. dark blue and, marble, we call it. And you know something, it's very interesting, but I have, listen, people that recognize, it, it, they, they recognize that it's a, it really all started with Judaism. It did. It yeah. really all started and everything else is an offshoot. Mm-hmm. Islam is an offshoot, and Christianity is an offshoot. They're all modifications of, but it's but it's it all started, and it really all started with Hashem, Ivri, Abraham, 
was never Hashem. He used to recognize Hashem. At Anashim Bacharan, Abraham brought the concept of a God into the world. Before that, people had no idea. And he brought the concept of appreciation, of recognition, of acknowledgement, of a creator. And after that, everybody took it to whatever level they wanted, wherever they went. But, you know, but, but this is, this is something that, that's, that's so important. It's, it's so important. This is my, this is my, like my, the topic that I'm most passionate about in, in life is, is that just recognizing Hashem and appreciating Hashem on every level. And I don't, I, 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 I recognize how, how, the, I'm, I'm, Nibhar, I'm the chosen people and I love that and I appreciate that but that, that means nothing I have no reason to put anybody else down it doesn't mean there's Hashem gives there's good and bad there's there's good things there's bad things and I don't have to evil is evil bad is bad and Hashem loves everybody as long as we're doing what we're supposed to do and that, that's that's really the bottom line you know, I, I said all, always, the, yes, we have the Amnifcha, we, we, we chosen people, and we, we have to, to realize it in, in our act and our everything, because it's, it's not simple to be a, a chosen people. It's really not simple, you know. Everybody look at you as like, you know, the, let's, say that, let's say that we are a royal family, the Prince Charles doing a silly stuff, everybody jumping on him, and we are exactly the same. I, I had a Haitian Uber driver. And I get, I, I, he, I get into his car, and I, I was talking to him, and he says, you know, I used to drive in Manhattan. He goes, now I drive in my neighborhood. I drive around here. He goes, I love driving here. I said, why? He goes, you're just, it's just nicer. He goes, you're the light unto the nations. I never forget. He says, this is what he said. He says, you are the light unto the nations. He said, I never really experienced it. He goes, but the Jewish people are the light unto the nations. Now you know what it says in the Bible. that you're." And so he told me that he was talking to his mother in Haiti, and he was telling his mother that he now drives in a Jewish neighborhood, and he loves it. His mother said, don't you know that when they had the earthquake in Haiti, they were buried in the house, her, her sister, and her child, and there were people that were digging them out. They didn't understand a word they were saying. They didn't understand a word. They were talking a language they didn't understand. And when they finally lifted the slab off and they saved them, they saw the, the Israeli flag on their and Israeli on, on their on their arm. They were Israelis. So the Jews, what, what, what are they doing in Haiti? This is what this is what we do. We're light unto the nations. And the truth is, when we when we we are we are we are because no matter what. We follow the way of Hashem. We do the right thing, and we 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 don't we don't. That's why we always existing. That's why, as long as we keep the Torah, as long as we keep the mitzvot, as long as. And, and 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 I had a professor. I had a professor in university who was African American. She was a doctor from Harvard. She had a doctorate from Yale, and she had a master's from Columbia. She was one of those, she is one of the most brilliant people I know. She asked me, Simka, that's what she called me, when did you realize you were a Jew? You were. She goes, 
Think about my question. When did you first realize you were Jew? I said, maybe when I was three. I don't know. She said, you still don't even know you're a Jew. I said, what are you talking about? I was a rabbi already. I had my smicha. I was a... She said, let me explain to you something. She said, I sit in a faculty meeting. I don't have to say it. Everybody knows it. I'm the most educated person in the faculty. I'm the most educated person in probably the tri-state area. And the university pays me tons of money to be here. But I'm a black woman. To these people, I'm black. That's my difference. She goes, you're Jewish. Accept it. Embrace it. Realize it. You're different. That's fine. Don't try and be like anybody else. Don't try and be like them because you're not. And when you realize that you're not, that you love who you are, then you'll be fine because they will never accept you for, you for who you are. And you can't because you're different. And it was the most unbelievable thing that I, I, I here I'm learning a lesson from somebody. And the truth is, yes, I am Jewish and I'm proud of it. And this is who I am. And, and what, yes, I'm different. Correct. Okay. So now what? So yeah. th 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 this, yes, this is, and that's, that's, that's something to not try and be afraid of in, in kids. You know what? Yes, we live in a world when we're a minority, but we're, we're we are the most we're the most talked about people in the, in history. You know, I, this I I would say this is amazing to to think about it, and you know, because I tell you, I remember myself as again uh, joined the army, and I, I, it was a rich time that I said I don't want to join the army. I don't want. To, we can make peace with the Arabs, you know, with right. you know, things that we had in mind, you know, that uh, we don't need the war, you know, the period of Shalom love and peace, Shalom. you know. No, no, it's before we went with Shalom, love and peace, you know, all this uh, movement, Shalom Woodstock, you know, <laughs> you know, and you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. And make peace, not yeah, war. Yeah, make yeah, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so, oops. So, you know, I come to the army with this approach and I, I, I did the army because, you know, it was mandatory and, you know, all my brother was in the army and all this kind of, it's, it's, it wasn't my, my, and then come Yom Kippur War. Yom Kippur War come and basically this is the moment, basically, it's, it's like changed so many things in my head. What do you mean? We mean that, you know, I said, Sadat and Assad and all these Arabs didn't ask me what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling about them or what I'm this. They basically just attacked us as as, as a personally because I'm a Jew, right. because I'm Israeli. Not because they, they I want to make peace. You know, this is what, what I said to many of my friends, the lefties, that you don't realize, you know, in Germany they took a, a they took people that the grandmother, the grandfather was right. Jew, because the, 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 you cannot you cannot understand this because it's, it's not natural. It's not natural because it, you know it's from Hashem because this is the way Hashem keeps us identified because it's not. See, it says Yotzer or Shalom So Nesivus Shalom says that the whole world, everything in creation, 
עושה שלום עוברי את הכל. There is shalom in every part of creation to the smallest atom. You have the positive and the negative, and Hashem does shalom between the positive and the negative, the atom, and this is the hakol, that is the entire world. The entire world exists on that equation of Hashem making peace between the two atoms. So what is the Yitzhah Or of Orachoshech? So then what is the Or in Choshech? The Or in Choshech is B'nai Yisrael and the Ami, the Jewish people and the nations. There's no reciprocity. There's no balance between the Jewish people. We exist entirely, exclusively, without any dependency on anything else. We're, the Torah is, is eternal, and it's existent without any contingencies. And it's not when, that not, we need them to live and they need them. No, we are here. The Torah is here. The Torah existed before and during and after. And the rest of the world is just part of a transitional thing that goes on. I I, I, I would say, you know, that for me it was the Yitzel Or and Boreh Choshech that it's uh, remind me that the Barati Yitzel Ara, Barati Torah Tavlin. And yeah. because, you see, if before before he, he, he create the Yitzhara or the Choshech, he created the light. Right. You know, before this, it just you know we have the light before the Yitzhara, and then we know that the we know the light is the Torah, and you know the power power of of the the what do you call it the equation like the, the the equal stuff you know right. the formula. Right. It's it's amazing to see to see this that how it's working in the world. That it's not normal. If there was no food, would anybody be hungry? <laughs> if the, the, the Torah is the answer. Yeah. So that's the food. So if there's no Torah, if the Torah doesn't tell you not to do this, then, the, then there's no purpose, of the, then, then there's no reason for the thing. This is, Torah tells us what to do with, with, with how, how to experience the world. I experience the pleasures of the world. The Torah tells us exactly how to. It's a it's a code book, yeah, like, the, like 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 a, a video game. It's yeah. all the like the codes. You, I call it the Torah is coming from the 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 what do you call it? the 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 language of or uh, of instruction. Instru exactly. Instruction. 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 Manual. This is manual manual instruction. Okay. And, and, so and this it, is like give us uh, the way of life. And I always say that yeah, do you the is not religious. UD is way of life. That's right. This is, we and, have the Shulchan Aruch, we follow the Hamim. And I, I have a story in my life that, you know what, and, and, and it has nothing to do with a person, whether it is religious or not. We have to realize every Jew is a Jew. Yeah. Every Yehudi, what, how, no matter how distant, and we have to love them no matter what. And I had a supervisor, and, and had a supervisor in, 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 when I was studying in college. And he was married to a non-Jewish woman for, for 26, 27 years. But he was very strong Jewish heart. And before I left, I bought him a present. Alexander. What? Alexander. <laughs> yeah. I bought him a present. I bought him a mezuzah with a cloth. I told him I want to put it on your house. He started to cry. I said, why, why are you crying? This is one of the kindest human beings I know. One of the most brilliant Gil Eisenberg. And so he says, you, you consider me a Jew? He 
said, I'm, I'm married to not Jewish person. I said, what's this? He made bad choices. I said, but you're very Jewish. I went to his house, put up the mezuzah. Okay. Around eight months later, his wife, who he was married to for 26 years, gave him an anniversary present. He tells me, what did she do? She converted to Judaism. Whoa. Without him asking with anything. On her own, she was a brilliant woman. She was a, a stock analyst. She researched. She found the right one. She had good conversion. She went to like Rockland County. She got the, And she got, she went to Mikveh, the whole nine yards. And he says, but I never asked you to. She goes, but I saw the way you kissed that mezuzi thing. And you really, really, you really love being Jewish. So I have no connection to my religion. Why wouldn't I want to do this for you? And you know something? I was in touch with him recently. It was 15 years later. I called him up to find out how he was doing. He said, I'm still kissing that mezuzah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? On his level, this mitzvah is going to... Because he has chesed to the end. He does chesed for children all the way. So this is his... This is, you know, and and I was so happy because I was thinking about what to buy him. My wife gave me the idea. I said, buy him a mezuzah. And I said, do you think really... She says, why not? And I'm so happy I listened because you never know. You never you know. never know. I tell you, Moshe Shabbat, I had a conversation. Somebody called me. He wanted to talk with me about it, you know. And he told me, you consider me Rasha. I said, what do you mean? You know, I'm a Halal Shabbat. I'm not, I'm not keeping Shabbat. I said, what do you mean, <laughs> Rasha? You cannot, you cannot, I cannot do this. And I was starting like four hours. And I found... You know, it was stunning to me to, to find that where he come from and what is, you know, he, he, he got disappointing from religious people, very, man, mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know. And he, he, he just, he feel himself like, he, and I tell him, listen, I spoke with him about, all about what is it to be Jewish, what is it to be, and hopefully we follow up. I know I gave him some books, I gave to, you know, some CDs, but this is something that I'm going to follow about it. Because we we cannot disappoint ourselves, you know. Because okay. other people, without videos, people that thinking that they're doing uh, uh, good and telling to other people, and Rasha, or you know. You know what? When I was in Israel in Yeshiva, I had this thing in my neighborhood in Tel Piot, which was a not religious neighborhood. I'm on an Antif. We had this thing that when a sign would go up, someone passed away. So three Yeshiva boys, myself and I, picked two boys. We go. We Benachem Avel. Well, we have a yeshiva in the neighborhood. We should go. So one time we walked into a, a place, and the person sitting shiva screamed, Tatiyim, disgusting, get out of here. He embarrassed us, like like terrible, threw us out. So on our way out, you know, the kitchen, in the Israeli apartment, his kitchen is near the door. His wife felt bad. She called us in. She said, you know, my husband hates Tatiyim because he was a shoter. He was a policeman. In the in in Kikar Shabbat, at the time, and his friend was his cousin, first cousin was killed, and so he hates that team. So I said, okay, fine. So his wife told me she had headaches, whatever. So I went to America for Pesach. I came back and brought her two bottles of Excedrin PM. I knock on the door. I say, you know what? Tell me you have migraines. Maybe this will help you. That Friday, I'm walking to the bus stop. Someone's running up to me. I got scared. There was this guy, he says, 
הלו, 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 הלו. הלו, הלו. תגיד לי משהו. אתה לא דעתי רגיל. actions maybe I changed his attitude and we were friends we were friends and you know what he said to me after the whole thing he goes you know what's crazy to me he says what he says you never asked me to do anything any mitzvah he never told me to do I said but can I ask you something do you do them he goes I do because I think about it now but if you would have asked me I wouldn't have yeah okay yes That's true, you know, but uh, I, I would think that, uh, it, okay, yes, <laughs> that we are right. Our time is really... Our time. Right. That's wow. it. Contest. Contest. Fifth and sixth graders, write an essay. It doesn't have to be an essay. It sounds like too official. Tell a story. You know what? Tell a story. Tell a story, you know. Tell a story. And you, also we can recording it, video it. And, you know, you can email it, you can send email, it in, yes, you can, whatever, yes. yeah, however you want to get it to us, communication network, communicate it to us. And you know what? We may end up with some, with 10 like great stories and put together a CD. Yeah. And you'll come and you'll say it over. Yes. And actually maybe get like, you know, and I spoke to Michal Brzezanski, who's like a really good friend of mine. Yeah, and a good friend he, of Fred Jero. He's, he's, he's probably, I think, in my opinion, he's the best performer in our day and age because he's not a performer. He's, he sings with the people. I love him. I told him to have, you know, he should, he should create an opportunity for kids to, to give him ideas for songs. And he says he does it all the time. He listens to kids to try. And, so... You may, may inspire a song from Michal Brzezanski. Who knows? Yeah. Michal, Michal you know, I, I was uh, in one of his videos. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> He's such a beautiful Jew. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. All so, right. That's it. Thank you. For, right now. Thank you. Uh, Rabbi Dr. Simcha Cohen. Just Simcha. That's just it. Simcha. I was born. You know, this is a good, a, good, a good title for the show. Just Simcha. I wanted Simcha. to have a morning show, waking up with Simcha. Okay, just Simcha. I get, you know, <laughs> the yes. question, what time you wake up? <laughs> yes. I, I wanted to have a morning show, drive show, waking up with Simcha. That's I great. I wake up, I dance every morning. I do. I dance, I wake up, dance. Okay, let's see. Let's see. All right. Okay, good night. Thank okay. you.